You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tucker's ready. There's the snap. Spot down. Kick on the way. It is up and it is... Off the crossbar and through. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Justin Tucker from 66 hit the crossbar and it bounced through. And the Ravens are celebrating on the field. The longest field goal in the history of the NFL has just beaten the Detroit Lions. I don't know what happened. There that, it is. That, that, that's just unbelievable, Dan. Just unbelievable. We it just hit the watched crossbar it. and bounced through. We just watched history. Can't believe what I just saw. There is something about listening to uh, the calls of teams that lose that I don't know if it's just like. I, I just think it's hilarious all the time. <laughs> Whenever there's those heartbreaking losses listening to, and that's the first time I heard that one. We heard the, heard the Ravens won a lot on Sunday and Monday, but that was the first time I heard that. The Lions, as they lost that Sunday with the Justin Tucker field goal, boy, they just, they were having a tough time there. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here. Um, we appreciate listening on Odyssey, watching on Twitch, wherever you're, uh, you're with the show this morning. We're going to get to the, some of these uh, week number four games here as we line them up and go through them. But we do have a poll. We asked the people how they're going to bet the winless teams this weekend. Aaron, at BetQL Daily, what do they say, including those Detroit Lions who are heading to Chicago to take on the Bears this weekend? 38% on the Lions, plus three at the Bears. Um, it's a pretty good choice. You know, we just heard uh, how the Ravens, you know, just barely beat the Lions. What a wild game that was. I was talking to one of my friends who plays for the Ravens because I was just so curious to get his reaction to it. And he was telling me that he's standing there on the sideline thinking, we're about to lose to the Lions. He said he couldn't even look at the kick. He was down on his knees praying, closed his eyes. He said all of a sudden it just got completely silent. And then he watched it doink in off the crossbar. So I can't – that's got to be one of the most wild games for a Ravens player if you've been with the team for a while, the way that one ended. My my first thought when I was watching it on Red Zone, because it was coming at you, right? It was the, the way the camera was. You were watching, like, the TV had you from behind. I thought he missed because I saw it. I, I thought it was over. I thought it was done. Yeah, I saw it at the crossbar. I was like, oh, he missed it. And then I was like, wait. It, I, then you see the crowd and you see the refs. And I was like, he bounced backwards. It went in. Heartbreaking loss for the Lions. But now they go to Chicago this week. I like the Lions in this game. I like the Lions. I know what the Bears did in week two in the same similar kind of spot with the Bengals coming in after a, ba- a bad loss the week before. 
I just the vibes around the Bears right now, and and Joe, you're close. You're you're in it. I mean, you're there. But I just sent some bad vibes <laughs> the locker room, the Nagy, to the quarterback. And I just think for as bad as the Lions are, they at least like it's all rolling in the same direction. Like they got the coach doing what he does. The quarter, you know, Goff is what he is. Like they're not going to wow you, but I kind of have a, an expectation of what they are right now, and I'm comfortable with it. I would take the Lions plus three in this game. I think the Bears are in trouble. There's some spots that went to two and a half on this number. So you're talking about from where they opened slash the look ahead of six down to three in some places. The plus three in the line side is juice. So that right. means it could be. It's the direction we're going. Everyone's out on the Bears, and I get it. Something we do have to remember with the NFL, and it's hard because of what we've seen, especially that performance. And it looks like it's going to be Fields. Maybe we'll have uh, some clarity today, but we're not sure. They won't tell us the play caller. They won't tell us the starting quarterback. Everything's a big secret. I'm sure Dan Campbell is very scared right now to the Bears. <laughs> but it's it's hard, but you get better efforts out of this team at home, and they're not as bad as what we saw last week. They're bad against good teams. They're horrendous. They can't win, and they certainly can't cover the point spread. But it is the Lions. When I'm taking the Lions, I better be getting a touchdown. I respect what Campbell's done. I, I like the effort, if I'm a Lions fan, out of this team. Maybe they didn't hire a joke of a coach because I would take that trade right now. Nagy for Campbell. And, and I get Lynn as an offensive coordinator. That's an upgrade as well. I'd feel pretty good about that. Um, if, if it's Fields. <laughs> Matt Nagy famously said last year, I'm not an idiot. Well, he hasn't proven himself wrong yet. <laughs> or right, I should say. I mean, when you, he when you, when you say idiot. those words, when you say those words, it is bound to come back to get you. I'm not an idiot. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, into an open. I'm not an idiot. Well, Sunday, come on now. Uh, yeah, so that's been repeated just a handful of times this week in Chicago. But I don't think I'm going to touch this game. I don't have I, a good feel for it. I at do all. think I'm going to stay away. I do think after a week of just getting hammered nationally, everybody's calling for his job after week three, that he's going to tailor some sort of an offensive plan to Justin Fields. If he trots that out again, maybe he is fired on the spot. I don't think it's happened because that's not how the McCaskies roll. The Bears in their history, they don't fire people in the middle of the season. I mean, during Mark Trestman, they're getting blown out by like 40, 50 points in back-to-back weeks. He didn't get fired. They rode with him to the end of the season. So I think that's what happens here. But um, it just could signal that he's going to get fired. They're just going to play it out for 2021. Yeah, this is a game that I shouldn't be really interested in watching, but I am. I, I, I want to watch this game. I want to public watch dog. Maggie. Yeah, what well, is? You're right. The Lions are the public dog right now. All right, let's go to another winless team and one that has to be feeling like just desperation for their season. The Colts travel down to Miami. The winless Colts. They're 0 three, coming off a loss to Tennessee. Miami coming off the overtime game they lost against the uh, Las Vegas Raiders Colts minus one uh, Dolphins one and a half point favorite at home 42 and a half one of the lowest totals of the week I just I don't know where the points are coming from I don't know where the big plays are coming from we're, we're talking about one of the least explosive teams in the NFL right now in Indianapolis Wentz's average depth of target 6.3 sixth lowest 51 percent of his passes last week completed I mean that that Colts offense right now and I know Wentz is banged up on top of the way he started playing last year anyway. It, I don't know how they're going to move the football. I, I, don't, I don't know how they're going to score points in this game.
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And what about the Dolphins offense, though? Just as well, bad. How many it's not attempts worse. will it take Brissett to get to 250 yards? 50? Is this 55? the Jacoby Brissett revenge game? Yes, it is. Oh, oh God. <laughs> How do we miss this one? How do we miss it? He stinks too, by the way. Maybe it isn't a downgrade from two to percent, but he's horrendous. Oh, this is. I, I said it right when I saw the matchup. Okay, let's fade the Dolphins after their five quarter game against the Raiders. Jacoby Brissett's still your starting quarterback. Uh, I can't fade them because that means I'm backing wins. I have no interest in this game unless we want to go under. Do we want to go under the number of 42.5? I guess we could do that. Uh, here's what I will say about the Colts. And I believe we addressed this yesterday, but look, or maybe not. Look at the quarterbacks that Colts defense has gone against. Like we've brought up, hey, this Colts defense isn't what we expected. They're right. ranking near the bottom, a lot of categories, 28th yeah. in the NFL in yards per play. They face Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Ryan Tannehill. That's tough. And now you're getting Brissett. So there's your argument for Indianapolis, but I don't want anything to do with this. The Dolphins are tied for second for most sacks given up. <laughs> could be a huge they're, day for the Colts. They're next to here. they're next to last in yards per play after the Bears. It's the Bears and the Dolphins. It's so the Dolphins have one terrible. win. Colts Colts have zero wins. You ready for their next opponents? Next week, Indianapolis travels to Baltimore on Monday night, and Miami takes on the Bucks in Tampa. Okay, <laughs> we're talking about two teams that the loser of this game by next week could be. I mean, just officially write them off, cook them like there's. Could you do a same game parlay with both defenses scoring in this game? Because I can see that <laughs> happening. If if the Colts were healthy, I would like the Colts, but that's Me the too. problem. Uh, Quentin Nelson early in the week they're saying yeah, he's doubtful to play. Pays dealing with an injury still. Fisher, Leonard, we know about Wentz. Random trend: road team has won the last four games in this uh, series. That's strange. I guess I'd give a slight lean to the Colts. This will not be a contest play. Very little interest in this game. I don't even want to have to look at the score, right? Like, I don't even want to be bothered on Sunday with this stupid game. I've already got Bears-Lions. I mean, come on. I'd rather watch Bears-Lions by, by a mile than watch this football yeah. game. All right, let's jump yeah. to one that has, um, I think, a lot of 
interesting implications just based on the injury report today and tomorrow. Ravens at the Broncos. Now, this line, of course, flipped during the week. The Ravens were underdogs, one-point favorite uh, as of last night, 45-and-a-half on the total. Lamar Jackson's banged up. That, that's the story right now. I mean, the, the Broncos are banged up, and I was diving in their injury report. No Hamler, no Judy, obviously a wide receiver. Ronald Darby out at corner. I, I, I think the Broncos' defense could actually have some issues for the first time all year, but all of that is contingent on Lamar Jackson being healthy enough to, to be himself in this game. I just – I'm excited for this game. I want to take the Ravens in this game. But I, I, how do I do that if, I'm, if I don't know what I'm getting out of Lamar Jackson? This is a difficult spot because of the injury. It really is. As far as the side, I, boy, I guess later on I'm going to love all the games because the ones we've gone through, I'm not really all that interested. I would just say tease the dog. I expect this to be a one-score game. Tease the dog if it's at least plus one, uh, whichever one it is, and the favorite has flipped midweek. Teddy Bridgewater has been phenomenal. Okay, let's see what you can do against a real team because it's been uh, the Giants, the Jaguars, and the Jets so far. It sounds like uh, the Sharps are buying into the Broncos and the public is buying into the Ravens. They're not worried about the Lamar injury. Uh, we dealt with this last week with Lamar. We were wondering about him with the back situation. But back-to-back days, missing practice on Wednesday or Thursday, that concerns you a bit. Uh, you mentioned the Darby injury, and that's fair, but Sertan has been for terrific. He's, uh, he's the favorite right now for Defensive Player of the Year. But um, Teddy Bridgewater against Ravens defense, step up in class. However... All the, all the injuries that they're dealing with in the secondary, and it's not the Ravens' defense that we're used to. So um, and there, there are some other injuries on this Ravens' side as well. It's, Stanley's not going to play. Um, uh, Wolf, they're saying there's no timetable with him. But I did see earlier in the week, Bateman and, and Boykin, they came off IR, so they should be on the field. But it's all about Lamar. It's all about uh, Lamar Jackson here. This it's going to be uh, pros versus Joes in this one, but I'm not going to participate. I already put the Ravens. Remember, I'm no longer a teaser virgin. That was the That's teaser. Right. Ravens, Vikings. So I have a feeling Lamar is going to be okay, but I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't have a strong feeling about this game anymore. Yeah. I mean, I still am not convinced how good are the Broncos. So this is just going to be an interesting game um, to kind of see. I think this is going to be a good measuring stick game. If Assuming Lamar will play. Teddy Bridgewater against the spread in his career, 38-13-1. and one. Incredible. Teddy covers. Yeah. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Teddy covers. He does this over and over. And just one big picture thing on Lamar. I wonder if this is going to kind of start being his career now. If he gets banged up a little bit because the way he plays and he can't practice, yeah. he'll never improve as a passer if he can't practice. He'll, he'll just never become an efficient passer if he can't practice being a passer. So, you know, it's it's not a big deal for this week, but it just made me think because he's been out of practice a lot early in the season. All right, let's jump to the Steelers and the Packers here. This is interesting because the way I view this game and the Packers come in six and a half point favorites at home, uh, 45 and a half on the total. If T.J. Watt could play in this game and he's back, you know, you, you could foresee him wreaking some havoc and maybe this thing is closer than than you than you think. But if T.J. Watt's not there, well, how are the Steelers competing in this game? Their quarterback stinks right now. They can't run the football. Like, the, all the Steelers want to do is run the ball. They can't run the ball. They have the lowest yards per rush in the NFL. Like, a team that has a bad quarterback situation, wants to run the ball, can't run the ball, their best pass rusher is, is not healthy, going up against Aaron Rodgers? Am I like am I missing something here, or is this this feel like it's a really bad spot for the Steelers? 
Um, it, yeah, the uh, Packers' perspective, it's not a great spot for Green Bay coming off the, the Sunday night game, flying high on the road at San Francisco, Sunday night football, and then they're coming home and, and they're going against a team that really hasn't competed this year. But they are the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you want to buy into it, Mike Tomlin as an underdog, a big underdog. It worked in week one against Buffalo. They pull off the outright upset. There's that. He has a strong history there. And Watt, I agree with you. Even though the point spread will say he's maybe worth a half a point, well, he practiced in full yesterday. So he's going to be out there, right? Uh, Deontay mm -hmm. Johnson, he practiced in full. So the injury report's suddenly looking pretty good. Uh, Claypool was limited. Highsmith was limited. So that's where Pittsburgh's at. But if I'm Pittsburgh, oh, I get Watt. He changes their whole defense. Totally. Everything. Like They had zero quarterback pressures last week. They had no sacks for the first time in like 75, 76 games a week ago. Why? Because Watt wasn't on the field. Eileen Packers, I agree with that since we're inside of seven, but there are some alarm bells going off. You know, it kind of feels like the Steelers are going to hang around for no reason. Aaron, Packers, Steelers, what do you think? I got to go Packers on this one. I just... I don't I, Big Ben should have retired a couple years ago. I don't yes, have a good feeling about this for the Steelers, but I wouldn't be shocked if they hang around either. I don't have a super strong feeling on this one, but if I if I had to bet on it, I would take the Packers. Yeah, under the touchdown, I like the Packers. I mean, I, I the the Watt thing, you're you're right what you said, Joe. Without TJ Watt, I mean, they're not even close to the same defense. I mean, the, Joe Burrow had all day, all day to throw. That's a bad offensive line, too. Yes. All day to throw. He picked him apart. Like, if Rodgers has time, this could get ugly. And, like, imagine Ben trying to come back, dumping it off to the running back 50 times. I mean, how many catches is Najee Harris going to have? And they think they could run an offense like that. It, it alarm, alarm bells should be going off in Pittsburgh. We'll see if Tomlin could have a cover this week. He's usually good at doing that when no one backs him. Right, coming up, Ryan Williams of FanDuel and Number Fire will join us next on all things NFL. We'll continue to line them up, and we have to get to all the Brady props. Brady versus Belichick, the actual revenge game coming up. We'll hit that as well. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network.